Welcome to another episode of There is a System to This Madness podcast. I'm your host, Osaze Shabazz. Today is May 26, 2020, a day after Memorial Day. Hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. Officially, it is now summer. As you can see by some of the news footage clippings, people have broke ranks, going to the beach, going on vacation, basing, basically, I guess social distancing is thrown out the window. So all we can do is stand by and see what happens. But getting back to Memorial Day, as a U.S. Marine, every year, especially since I've been in Atlanta, we have a veteran cemetery nearby, and every year I go, and I just walk the, the grounds every year. It's like 23 acres, and I just walk the total path. Just my way of paying homage giving thanks that I'm not one of the members of this cemetery and just taking time out of my busy life to it's almost like praying for two hours through meditation which you know I guess what irritated me yesterday as I'm doing this because First of all, the county that I live in is is a diehard Republican county. In fact, the state of Georgia is a red state. I mean, that's not a secret. But the county I live in is one of those counties that make the state of Georgia red. So while I'm out there, I probably was approached at least four times asking to take photos and asking questions in regards to my views and feelings not from a military point or about veterans in general but the questions were centered around politics for some reason people constantly wanted to take my picture. What was unique this year is at least two of the individuals that was asking this had on hats that had Trump stamped across them. And I'm like, so you want me to take a picture with you standing beside you to give the impression that, you know, we just, we doing this for, you know, I'm just, I, you know, I want to take a picture with you to show solidarity in regards to just being a soldier. And I'm like, of course I asked, I'm like, did you serve? Three of the individuals actually did serve. Now, one of the two that had on the Trump hats, one did not serve. So I'm like, what's your purpose for you even being out here? I'm not saying that you can't pay respect, but it's like, you deliberately just waited until you saw me 
walk by and asking me to take a picture with you and other members. Yeah, it's just it's just sickening how people will use photo ops to promote their warped agenda. So you can take my picture, print, you know, so you're gonna post my pretty black face on your right wing agenda newsletter and say, hey, we was out paying homage to the veterans and we even recognized or even stood beside this colored veteran to show that we embracing everybody. You know, and this comes after the tweet that I saw from President Trump in regards to, you know, I guess, you know, he was paying his Memorial Day homage and it it turned to him being, I guess, his sacrifices that he has made. And I'm like, where did we get this guy from? Why is it that people cannot see this guy for who he is? And it's, it's even frustrating to hear and see veterans that support this guy. This guy has no respect for soldiers. None whatsoever. Now, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and knock a person because they choose not to go to war. Cause to be truthful, half the people that went to war, if they could get out of it, they would have. It's just that was just the hand that they were dealt. But when you disrespect those that did fight and your only view of them is to manipulate them, to cheat them. Yeah, I got a problem with that. And what I got a bigger problem with is the individuals that consistently are giving him support as he do this. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, let's, let's change the subject. Like I said, in Georgia, we're doing early voting. It started last last week. This is the start of the second week. You know, the benefits of doing early voting is simply, first of all, with the coronavirus, it now cuts down on um, the lines because we can only imagine what it's going to look like in November, you know, gets an idea of the direction that the country is leaning towards. It gives an idea of the views that the country are feeling. It's not, when I say early voting, it's not just for the President of the United States. Of course, that's the main thing. But also on a state level, on a local level, there are a number of issues that are 
the, on the ballot as well, not to mention, you know, state reps, state senators. And I know, you know, you hear people say, I don't vote for stuff like that or those things don't interest me, which I think that's probably one of the most ignorant things somebody can say because everybody don't realize that without the local government, city councilmen, your mayors, your state rep, your school board, all of that is like a foundation that moves up towards the president of the United States. If you take, for example, in Georgia, just even just the way Georgia is set up, this is one of the few states where you have to choose your party. And when you choose whatever party you are, there are issues on one ballot versus the other ballot. So if it's a Republican issue and you sign up for a Democrat ballot, yes, it gives you the opportunity to say vote for Joe Biden. But if you live in a Republican base county and there are judges, there are district attorneys, there are school board members that are voting and they are under the Republican Party, you don't have the opportunity to vote for these individuals unless unless there's a Democrat running against them. And in a lot of cases, a lot of these individuals run unopposed. But you will never see that. You will never have that opportunity because you have a Democrat ballot. In fact, I challenge people that have states like this, particularly in the state of Georgia, look at the two ballots, pull up the two ballots and compare them side by side. It's not saying change your views and get the Republican ballot. What I'm saying is just look at the two different ballots and notice the difference. If there's some type of tax that's being proposed for a new building or some highway adventure or something like that. If it is a Republican base agenda or base a Republican idea, as a Democrat, you don't have access. Now some things, yeah, it's on both agendas, but in most cases, it's not. And these are the things that Republicans do because we, Republicans have the knowledge, the foresight to understand that even if a person's in the White House or even in the U.S. Senate, there are still things on the local level that still are being controlled by another party. And this is something that people do not understand because I'm constantly, I've constantly heard individuals say things, well, I don't vote. I don't vote for small elections. There's no such thing as a small election. There's no such thing as a irrelevant school board election or a county commissioner. These things have major impact in that state and people don't understand how these things roll up on a national level. In fact, is these people, they do 
their due diligence to stay hidden because they can do the most they do the most damage your election boards that actually have control of the the party lines in the state of Georgia that's not that's not something that's on a national level that's state now you might hear people take it to a state or excuse me on a, a federal level to contest it but all of that is drawn up on the on the state level people have to understand if you're going to get into the political area and become knowledge have knowledge of the political um arena you have to understand the whole concept you have to understand how everything starts at that bottom at that ground root level that one city councilman that city all that is where everything starts from when you understand politics on that level that is ground zero that is probably the most valuable parts of the politics because controlling the White House, the Senate, the House is nothing because states still have the power in regards to redistricting, setting up your schooling, setting up your voter registration. I mean, just like right now, Florida, the courts just overruled in Florida that individuals that have felons that is unconstitutional for the state of Florida to make individuals pay some type of fee so that they can be refranchised. This is this is the state level. These are the things that the states control and it affects the outcome of a national campaign. People don't understand this is why it is important to gain knowledge on the state level and work your way up. So when people sit there and say, you know, I, I don't know who my mayor is. I don't know who my state rep is, the county commissioner. These are the people that set these laws. These are the people that determine whether or not you're going to have advanced registrations, advanced voting, whether or not voting will only take place a certain day of the week, the voting locations. This is the state level. This is why it's important. You can't stress this more. Learn the politics on your local level. And from there, you will see the politics on a national level totally different. Let's move on. A couple of days ago, I came across a article and I did not recognize the um, the site, but I just, the article caught my attention. Pretty much, you know, and I'm quoting, you said Russell 
Wilson uh, gives 10K for college to all the baby mamas for this artist named Future, which, you know, then I kind of looked into it. And pretty much there was a quote supposedly that was by Russell Wilson and the quote read, I want to give these children the stepping stones to getting a college education. These kids are the siblings of my son, which his son is actually biologically Future's son, the child that Future had with Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra. And it is my goal to make sure that they have the same opportunities as my son. I understand their parents have a lot on their plates and it's almost as if it is my duty to help these children succeed. I love my son, so by default, I love his siblings as well. I hope that I can have some sort of impact on their lives. Now, according to this article, this was a direct quote from Russell Wilson. Now, I can only go by what the article said. First of all, after reading that quote, I loved it. Now, I didn't like the title, Baby Mama and all that type of stuff, but that actual quote, because I'm a firm believer that when you get involved with a woman and that woman has children, to love that woman, you have to love her children, whether they are biologically yours or not. You know, of course, I've seen this in my line of work. I see this all the time where a person feel that they can love parts of another person. That's your first mistake. That's in, it's, I'm not going to say it's not, it's impossible, but it's not going to work. You have to love a person for the whole. And the sad part is there are a lot of mothers and fathers that allow for another person to come into their lives and do something like this love them but not take no type of responsibility for their children which that's that's impossible because the children are living under your roof how can you not acknowledge individuals that are under the roof that you're either providing or helping to provide food on the table and you don't care for them I, I never understood that. But I, I do know there are people that they do this. But either way, that's a whole different story. The thing was, I think what caught me off guard, because I posted the article to my Facebook page. Of course, I changed the title. Pretty much just said, Russell Wilson gives $10,000 for college to all of Future's children. You know, of course, I think what caught me off guard was the flack that I got from individuals, mostly women. In fact, I think out of that whole, out of all of the comments and whatnot, because um, I think it was, you know, if I'm correct, I think 35 people 
express whether they liked it, loved it, cared about it, and then there were like 31, 31 comments. I think out of the 31 comments, I think three of them were men. And I know one man, one, one man, one man, you know, expressed his distest, this take this disdained for it. So I'm making a speculation. He's a future fan. You know, I mean, anybody that knows my Facebook page, the friends that I have, I know all of my Facebook friends. This is not like a fan page or nothing like that. These are my actual friend. In fact, I'm one of those type of people, if I don't know anything about you, I will delete you. I don't just allow anybody on my Facebook page. I don't just look to have numbers on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is for friends and family. But anyhow, um, it just, it blows my mind at the defense in regards to future. And it's, it's so funny, because after I posted this, I want to say like a day later, it's, it was a story about where another woman was saying Future is the father of her child and he's denying it or he's like you know he basically he don't believe it but I guess you know we can accept the fact that he did sleep with her he had some type of relationship with her but of course he's denying this so I guess you know probably safe to assume that you know I guess Russell Wilson possibly going to have to pay some more money for another one of Future's children because the number you know even people like you know if you say he got 10 kids some people are like oh he only got 8 you know get the number right and why would Russell Wilson post this and make future look bad you know make and i'm thinking making make future look bad from what i've read and what i've seen i think he'd do that on his on his own now somebody might question well russell wilson is not that type of person i don't think it's so much as him being that type of person i think somewhere Russell Wilson just gave a general statement I don't think it was even with the intent of making future look bad he was making a statement I can I can speak from my own experience I when I was married I married a woman she had a child so of course I'm paying bills in the household including the mortgage so that's a roof. Food is being put on the table. So that's taking care of this this child, not to count the number of things that you just show as an individual to help this child. And you can't say what you're doing for this child? That's wrong? You know, it's it's sad that something is so morally skewed 
with people to the point where a person is saying, I am supporting these children. And I'm talking about, we ain't talking about one or two children. We're talking about 10 children. And something tells me before Russell Wilson leaves this earth, it's probably going to be some more added. But see, a lot of people were like, well, why is Russell Wilson making him look bad? But see, people fail to forget. They forget last year, Russell Wilson signs a four-year, $140 million contract extension. You know, everybody's like, wow, he's highest-paid quarterback. But right after that, Future feels the need to say, that ain't shit. I make that much. I make that much, you know, at my shows. Now, of course, you can Google and say, you know, what is Future's net worth? And it'll say, um, I think the last numbers I've read was between 30 to 40 million, which that's that's not chicken feed. I mean, it's not 140 million. It's not 60 million signing bonus. I mean, even if it was 59 to Russell Wilson's 65 million, the thing is, Russell Wilson still makes more. But you also have to look at future might have earned 40 million, but what does he have? What is actually in his bank? We all have earned money, but what do we have in our accounts right now? See, that's what you got to look at. If future children were going to college right now, could he send them, could his children go to any school that they wanted to go to? Can they do this? I mean, I'm not saying, what, for, with $40 million, the answer should be yes. It should be yes. Now, the question is, is he even taking care of his children? There's been speculation that that's up in the air. So when Russell Wilson is like, you know what? Here's $10,000 for these children to have a start. I'm sure it's, there's some stipulations to it. I'm sure he didn't just give it to them. I'm sure there's, there's, some, there's some asterisks attached to that money. There's some guidelines to getting that money. But the fact is, how many people can say that, not even that amount, but even saying, my stepchild and the other children that are being produced by my stepson's father I'm going to help take care of them children also. I mean, get real. Really? And you want to criticize what he's doing? I mean, you know, hey, good luck with your life. Like I said in the past, a hit dog will holler. To wrap things up, I did see the Michael Jordan. Um... I guess the so-called documentary. It's funny they called the Last Dance a documentary. It's 
I mean, after watching that, it wasn't a documentary. It was an autobiography. The autobiography of Michael Jordan. It's just, there's so many things that I can say that's good about it that could be positive. There are a lot of negative. You know, it's the timing. Overall, I thought it was good. I still sense, for me, some type of motivation in regards to Michael Jordan as a player. Uh, in regards to what I look at in regards to athletes, just like I was talking about a Russell Wilson, again, you know, Dak Prescott, and probably, you know, I guess the so-called nemesis for Michael Jordan, LeBron James. I don't look at athletes, particularly black athletes. I don't look at what they just do on the field. I look at what they do off the field as well. I look at how they take care of themselves as individuals. I look at how they take care of the community that they live in or the communities that they came from. There was the other day, I can't remember the player um, name, basketball player for Cleveland Cavaliers. He left a 1,000 tip to a waitress. I think the bill was like $160 and he left her a $1,000 tip. You know, and I'm not saying that everybody should be that flamboyant, but he stressed how because of the coronavirus, the restrictions that are going on in the restaurant business, how this lady was, she gave them perfect service. And the thing was, what was so interesting, they stated that she did not even know who he was. So it was just, it was genuine. And he probably sensed that. This lady do not know who I am, but so it's just her being genuine and he had the resources to do that I mean speaking for myself I mean I've never I ain't gonna lie I never left a $1,000 tip I have left a $100 tip and pretty much um, I, in fact it was it was Christmas at a restaurant I know my bill was not it definitely wasn't a hundred something dollars might have been it might have been 60 something dollars but because you know it was christmas day and this person gave me the best service especially on having to work on christmas day it just touched my heart and i left a hundred dollar tip and i've, I've done this before on different occasions because there's some people that just they they stand out in regards to the service that they give you know, when people will say, okay, well, is he doing this for recognition? No, but you got athletes that are sitting there wearing $250,000 watches while playing football or going to the club and get one of those little um, guns that shoot out money to everybody in the crowds. But see, you know, you know, I guess making it rain, as they say. That's okay. But a person 
is helping another person by giving them a tip. I remember in when Houston, Texas had floods, Deshaun Watson, the quarterback of the Houston Texans, donated his entire paycheck to the family of one of the um, ladies that worked, I think she worked in the cafeteria, at the facility to help her family. You know, it's stories like this that you don't hear about. Or, you know, the donations that a lot of players make that, you know, pretty much that just, they go under the table. Again, you know, Russell Wilson giving $10,000 to the siblings of his stepson. Because you can say what you want. It's obvious there's something going on with the mothers and that particular father in regards to them receiving some type of help with these children. It's just like we're in a society that doing right by people is starting to become taboo. But anyhow, I'm over 30 minutes. So as always, love to hear your views, love to hear your opinions, love to hear your corrections. Tell me that you agree with me. Tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I would love to hear all of that. However, until next time, this has been another episode of There is a System to This Madness. God bless. You all take care. Till next time.